Hello and welcome to the Green Machine Live, your Irish football news and nostalgia where you, yes you, the fans can have your say. Lots to discuss on tonight's shows. We bring you the latest updates from another dramatic week in Irish football and a promising weekend for our boys in green, Evan Ferguson, from across the water. Lads, welcome. Another week, another Evan Ferguson gold, another... Yes, how are we? Are we? <laughs> what score was the match today, lads? Arsenal Man United. I, I didn't happen to catch it. <laughs> As he raises his Liverpool mug. How did Liverpool go down the last couple of weeks, David? It's not about results, Nick. It's about how you right. play the game, which is probably still not very well anyway. Martin, you were at the Emirates today? Yeah, it was fantastic match, to be honest. And uh, very. I actually enjoyed it. It was quite weird being in the home section. Um, wanting obviously Man United to win, but really entertaining game end to end. Can yeah. see the kind of the kind of negatives in both of the squads. To be honest, I think there's a lot of improvement needed to be a top oh. team in both of them. To be honest, but Arsenal shit. fans are not getting carried away. Um, the people I was with are saying, you know, still win City's hands in a sense. But I don't know. I think United are out of it now. Um, not that they were ever really in it in my mind. Oh. Just not consistent enough. But um, oh, terrible. Good to see terrible. us a lot, a lot better where we are. But uh, yeah. yeah, look, we're focused on the Irish football. Thanks, Dave. Yep, just uh, <laughs> Martin there feeding into the stereotype that all oh, my United fans are from London. Just okay. saying. Um, Martin's say... from Kilkenny. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <clears throat> Kilkenny. Uh, same rules apply as this week as every week. Have your say, leave a comment, get involved. Right, lads, are we going to? We're going to get into. We're going to get into the news. Big news coming your way. A very quick round news round flash up. I've got that wrong, lads, haven't I? Here we go. Yeah. Latest news. <laughs> a news flash up. A news flash up. Yeah, I think I still think I'm in the park again. Uh, <laughs> Oh God, I shouldn't be saying this. Okay, let's start with the big news, actually, that came out this week. Mick, he is back at Blackpool. Which one's more desperate, the club or Mick? Well, he's back till the end of the season. And yes, he's got TC Terry Connor with him. Mick, um, well, I'll tell you what, let's see. He, he had a decent. Um, we'll get to the end of it. And also, Nick, much to um, your delight, actually. Yeah. The under-21s head coach, Jim Crawford, gets a new contract and he will be with the FAI until the 2025 European Championships, the under-21 European Championships. I can see it a light, Nick. Just, just, just calm down now. Another news as well. It's been confirmed by the FAI that Ireland's ugly, I don't think it's that ugly, but ugly football crest, according to Balls.e, will finally be getting a makeover. Uh, this was announced by the FAI today that we'll have new kits, new kit makers, New identity, whatever that means, and a new logo. So we'll see what happens there. And also some more great news. Joe Hodge signed a four and a half year contract with Wolves. And of course, we're a bit worried that he might be doing another Declan Rice. Turns out it's all grand. He had an interview with Paul Rowan for the Sunday Independent, Sunday Times even, and basically says that he only wants to play for um, Ireland. Hand on heart. So he says, great news there, Martin. Like yourself, a bit of a hybrid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fantastic to hear that he's uh, joining up with Ireland. When he gets the call, he said he's going to be quite patient. He's been in contact with Stephen Kenny. Um, so, yeah, hopefully now in March we'll see him being called up to the squad. And uh, Nick, um, 
How delighted are you about Jim Crawford? Like, great. I think that's great news. Yeah, look, I'm feeling 10 out of 10 at the moment. Yeah, yeah, you look at it. Don't, don't think I need to elaborate. Look, you got us to a playoff. Yeah. Don't think any manager's gotten us to a playoff at under 21 level, have they? So I think Not it was all. I, yeah, I, th- I think they're always going to look at the results as a, as opposed to the developmental side and the brand of football he plays. But in a way, that's fair enough, I, I suppose. So yeah, I, I, I'll complain, but I, I probably don't have much right to. No, and Mick uh, obviously got off to a great start over the weekend. Didn't lose, didn't win either, didn't play. <laughs> Still, clean sheet. Well in, Mick. All right, we're going to go over to the boys in green. This is Nick's party piece. Nick, don't let us down. Never, never. I know you won't, because I'll break your legs if you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our boys in green for the audio listeners. Right, Nick, uh, we are pushed for time, so get your lovely chops into this. <laughs> Go for it. Right. So we'll start off with my favorite player, Alan Brown. Alan Brown, legend, uh, as David has it here. (laughs) He said it. He said it. (laughs) Fucking brilliant. (laughs) So Alan Brown, apparently he's a legend. He scored a goal for Preston North End. They beat Birmingham Birmingham City 2-1. Robbie Brady assisting that goal um, against Birmingham. Um, I suppose that the, the... Every single episode seems to be titled with this man. Evan Ferguson, another goal, as we well know, for Brighton. uh, Last minute, well, last couple of minutes, wasn't it? Equaliser in the 2-2 draw with Leicester City. So, I mean, look, we've we've been speaking about him for the last couple of weeks, and he's keeping that form going. Will Smallbone, or Cousin William, as Martin likes to call him, (laughs) a goal for Stoke in their 4-0 win over Reading. Lukas Djokovic, who is on the list, he qualifies for Ireland, even though he's never going to play for Ireland. He scored in that uh, Birmingham City loss to Preston North End. That was a consolation goal. Another friend of David, Connor Harrahan, another goal for Derby County. They beat Bolton 2-1. And Tyreek Wright, Finizaz, both involved for Plymouth Argyle. They beat Cheltenham Town 4-2. Wright getting a goal, Finizaz getting two assists. Jordan Shipley of Shrewsbury Town, they beat Cambridge 5-1. He scored a goal in that. And then up to the SPL, Boston Lowell, very, very highly rated player with Celtic. He made his, uh, his senior debut. Um, I think it was Grenick Morton that they were playing. We, we haven't got the, the results down, but it was a 5-0 victory. They were well in sight. And, I mean, Martin, you've spoken about him being very, very highly rated from within the FAI. But it was great to see him get a game. So that's our boys in green for the week. I've I've done my job. I can I can go to bed now. You haven't? It? Yeah, you called Alan Brown a legend. Told you, man. I, I actually texted Martin last night. I said I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and get him to say it. Just like kind of first one up. Just put it next to it, and he did. <laughs> Brilliant. Do you know what I saw? I saw, and I said oh, I might as well. I might as well follow through with this. He's, he's grown on me, Alan. Well, he's he's not really. He is. He's doing all right. He is. He is. He is. Right. Let's move on to the transfers. Uh, so far this week. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Tony Springett, Norwich to Derby. That's a lone move. Harry Charlesley, poor fail to Newport, Gwent County, is it? Undisclosed. Barry Cotter, Shamrock Rovers to Barnsley, also undisclosed. And Joe Garner, Fleetwood to Carlisle, and that is also undisclosed. Uh, Barry Cotter, very quickly, Nick. Shamrock Rovers to Barnsley. I believe that's in somewhere in the region of 20 grand. He's 22 years of age. That's Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a great player, Cotter. I mean, Mick gave him his, his break, didn't he? Because he signed for Ipswich under Mick. He was playing for Limerick. And good buddy of mine, Jack Brady, um, if he's if he's watching, 3D, 
uh, through the United goalkeeper. Um, he's a, an ex-teammate of Barry, and I, I kind of spoke to him about, about Barry a few years ago. And he, he's kind of that Neymar lookalike. Do you remember the pictures came out of him when he was with Limerick and people thought he looked a little bit like Neymar? But he, he went over, basically went over to Ipswich. He was excellent um, under Mick. He only got about two games. Mick was sacked kind of fell off the, the radar a little bit, went down to the lower leagues, then he came back to Ireland, played a bit for Rovers, went on loan to Pats, um, did quite well, and Barnsley have taken a chance on him. So it's great to see him do well because he, he's a very talented player. I think a few years ago, they were kind of tipping him to replace Seamus Coleman. So it, it, it just shows kind of the esteem that he's held in. But, uh, I mean, he's gotten a very swift return back to England, which is great. So good player. Shame he played for Rovers, but look, we won't hold it against him. It's it's Pats where he caught the eye, so fair play to Barry and the very best of luck to him. Ah, that's fair enough. Um, actually, just before we move on to our big discussion for the week, Martin meant to say the knee slash. I do, I did forget. FAI board bit of shenanigans going on this this week. Just explain to our audience and me. <laughs> yeah, we just had a. It was the AGM, long awaited AGM was taking place in Dublin this week. Um, it was it had been abandoned previously, so. The, the, the main news tonight is that Neva Mahoney has been added to the uh, the 12 strong board now. That means that the female representation on the board has increased. They've got to get that up higher again by the end of 2023. Remember that Roy Barrett recently stood down as well to kind of make way on the board to kind of try and increase these numbers. Um, but more importantly, I think for us is a legend is still involved. And uh, in, in Packy Bonner, I think it's quite good that he's still there basically. It's a good soundboard, good relationships with the fan groups and things. So Neva Mahoney as well, she is, um, <clears throat> excuse me, she's an operating officer and head of governance with the Football Supporters Europe. So she's really going to have, we hope, footballers, football fans kind of viewpoints. Yeah. Giving us a voice on the board, basically, which is fantastic. Okay. Oh, fair enough. Thank you for that. Uh, never quite a week in the FBI, <laughs> is there? Uh, big discussion, lads. Um, so we're going to talk about the return to management of Mick McCarthy at Blackpool a little bit. And, well, before we talk about our, uh, Nick's personal crusade of Jack McGlynn. But uh, Mick, first, we're, we're happy to see you back, really, aren't we? 63 now. TC's back at his side. Blackpool. He probably wouldn't, you know, wouldn't have got off for the job if it wasn't for the fact that Blackpool are a bit desperate. Uh, Michael Appleton was the manager. He got fired. Um, he does have, what's his name? The the guy that signed from, the Irish guy that signed from Nick? Uh, Andy, Andy Lyons. He, who, you, he, who you interviewed last week? Who I interviewed, yeah. <laughs> you can't remember his name. Yeah. can't remember his name. Who else yeah. did you interview, Dave? Or can you remember? <laughs> so, Martin, what do you think of Mick McCarthy uh, <laughs> coming in? Uh, yeah, look, I think it's brilliant. We we all love Mick. We're big we're, yeah. we're big Mickey fans, and um, we uh, big uh, Mick speak, fans. Sorry. Speak for, speak for and, uh, there, Martin. <laughs> well, we're all inclusive as a pod, aren't we? And um, but no, I'm I'm really happy to see him back in football. He's he's a good character, Mick. He's he's good fun with the media. That doesn't suffer fools. You know, it didn't work out from at the end with Ireland either. You know that kind of caretaker role we had with us, really. If you think mm-hmm. about it, again the second time around. You know he'll be brilliant for a soundbite. He'll he'll do a job with them. They probably haven't got a lot of money. He's got great connections in the game. One thing I would say about Mick is he he's just very very well, you know, respected by anyone who has ever played from him, apart from Mr. Keane, of course. Um, and that is a negative there on Roy Keane. But no, he's he's very well respected, Mick, in the game. And he and I think it's just because of his brutal honesty. 
And I, I think we need characters like Mick McCarthy. I don't see him in the kind of ilk as, you know, a Warnock who I think is, you know, just, you know, rent a god, basically. I, I've never I know. I like No, I don't like Warnock. No. Why don't you like Neil Warnock? Oh, I don't like him. No, he's, absolutely... he's a great anyway, manager. No, he's character. not. But I think Mick is, is, is better. I think he's more honest. That, that's why I don't really like Warnock. I don't really think he's, he's, he's too honest with players and how he carries on sometimes at some certain clubs. But I think Mick is, is going to be very honest with players. It will help them, develop them. He'll set them up very, very strong. And, you know, even he's bringing in Terry Connors with him, who is his trusted, you know, lieutenant. I've got a war reference in for you there. Um, and uh, he, uh, you know, he, he'll do a good job there, I, I trust. And, and it's great to see him still involved in football. But, you know, it's till the end of the season as well. Yeah. We need people like Mick in the game. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh, thanks for that, Martin. Now we're going to move on to the other topic, which is, Nick, your personal crusade to get this man. Jack, I put down John, haven't I? Christ. Uh, John McLean. <laughs> <laughs> so just, uh, so can, I, I think it's important that we clear this up, Dave. So we, we kind of run through the show before we come on, and um, <laughs> Dave had Joe McGlynn down. And and I corrected him. I said, no, no, Dave, it's it's Jack. And he goes, oh, yeah, no bother, Jack, Jack. And then we I were kind of... Dis- better name. Yeah, and then we were kind of discussing it. And he goes, uh, John McGlynn. I was like, no, no, Dave. <laughs> Jack McGlynn. But anyway, you, you put John yeah. down anyway. You go a bit rogue like that, Dave, don't you? you John like and Jack are the same name. But you yeah, call him Jack I suppose, because yeah, I he's in America. But if you play Sarah and he'd be John or Joe. Joe, maybe John Joe. Joe. Maybe John, John Joe. Joe. Yeah. Right. So what is... So Nick... Let me discuss uh, and bring something to our listeners and our viewers' attention. Nick has a hard-on for this guy who <laughs> basically wants him playing for Ireland. and put out a tweet the other day saying, oh, he hasn't been included in the men's team and uh, Stephen Kenny's over in America. Oh, maybe he's going to play. And then he announced he's playing for the under-20s for America. Yeah. Did that break yeah. your heart, Nick? It did. Good. This guy. This guy's excellent, though. I mean, I, I watch a good bit of MLS. I mean, I, I have it on um, whatever fucking deal i'm on so it's it's on quite a bit and philadelphia seems to be on the telly quite a lot and he's a guy that you know we we've all been kind of aware about that he that he qualifies for ireland i mean his dad is irish like proper 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 irish not not martin irish like <laughs> david irish. irish and um i mean th- this th- yeah but this guy's a this guy's a very very slick footballer like you see a lot of the technical players that are coming out of the states in the last few years i mean you've got um you know, Weston McKenney and um, what's his name? Tyler Adams with Leeds, another really, really good player. But th- this guy is excellent. Like, he's a left footer. His his passing is outrageous. Like, even if you look up a few clips of him, I'm not sure if there's a huge amount of them, but just his range of passing. Picture of him. Yeah, his accuracy of passing. He's just a really technically good player. And he's one of these lads that we're, we're screaming out for. And in the States, because, um, you know, we've, We've um I was in touch with someone, I just can't remember his name, a journalist over there just about him. And they really, really rate him. Like they really, really rate him. They 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 kind of rave about how how good this guy is. I'm just looking for the journalist's name. Uh Charles Bohm. So Charles, if you're listening, he's he's one of the MLS correspondents over in the States, and he was kind of singing his praises, and we were gonna we we're gonna chat to Charles kind of directly about it. And a lot of Americans, like you, you do see these interactions on Twitter. Like you see people saying, Oh, McGlynn, this McGlynn, that. And all the Americans are saying, Oh, this guy's too good for the States to let go. Um, I, I do think 
he is on their radar. I, I do think he's kind of priority player for them. He is still very young. So it's not a massive surprise that he was in the 20s and not on the senior side. But the big kind of thing that, that I suppose has come to our attention in the last little while is that Keith Andrews went to the MLS Cup final um, to track McGlynn. And it kind of, like, there were there were various reports saying that he never even met McGlynn. So it was kind of like, do you just go over for the crack? Is there something we don't know? Did they meet? And it just wasn't publicized. And then Kenny and Crawford were over, weren't they? You know, they were over last week at the at the coaching convention. And, you know, I, I kind of jumped to conclusions when I didn't see him in the in the senior squad. I said, well, they're in Philadelphia. Surely they've spoken to him because they, they kind of sanded him out for the 21s before the seniors. And he's in the 20s. I think the last that we heard from the FAI, I think it was from Crawford and from Kenny, actually, they kind of said, you were there, Martin, weren't you? you, you I think you asked the question, actually, to Kenny. Um, or am I right in saying that? And, and basically, he said, well, he's an American player. And I think with this guy, I mean, there, there, there's talk that he's going to go to Germany. There was talk that Liverpool were looking at him. He looks like a really, really top player. If you look at some of the clubs that some of the American lads are at, look at Pulisic, as I said, McKenney. Adams, all these guys, they're top, top players. They're producing really, really good players. And um, I think we should be a little bit more aggressive in getting this guy because he's very different to what we have. Okay, that's fair enough. John, Joe, Jack, if you're listening, <laughs> please join us. Um, I, I think that's going to actually take us very nicely into social media watch. Because uh, we, we, we had a little bit of a... Let me play the graphic. Where is it? <laughs> I always get this wrong. God <laughs> almighty. There you go. Social media watch for our audio listeners. Right. So basically, um, it's kind of funny you say all that about, and you know, you're heaping praise all over the MLS. Yeah. Uh, Nick, you know, as you have done, actually, be quite open-minded. Yeah. yeah. About it. Um, but still, that wasn't enough for Mr. Joseph Samuelson. So, Basically, as you can see there in the screen, uh, Nick asked a question, and I want to make that very clear. Joseph, if you're listening, Nick asked a question on our Twitter, which was, would Connor Ronan's potential move to Colorado Rapids rule him out of Ireland contention? And, of course, Mr. Joseph Samuelson uh, took great offence to this by saying, someone should remind these guys where their all-time top goal scorer was playing 10 years ago, obviously. Um, talking about Robbie Keane there. And then, of course, Nicky responded, hang on now, we are asking the question, not making a statement. Robbie was always going to be selected, but the likes of Derek Williams, who had done well for us off the radar, even when he was playing well in the MLS. Uh, so that's the angle us guys are coming from. <laughs> and of course, then he said, oh, well, Derek Williams never really played well, you know, but this guy's a proper arsehole. I got involved. <laughs> he is an arsehole. He's a gobshite. I, 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 went, on, I went on to his account and he's a, he's a freelance soccer, soccer journalist. Soccer, yeah. And he dickhead. describes himself as an ex-soccer player. I'd say he played fucking under 10s or something for his school team and um, his writing is shite. So it's funny. It's It was funny interacting with this read. clueless gobshite. Yeah, he can't read either. He can't read. And, and, you know... He goes, Ireland is literally calling up League One players, but God forbid anyone from MLS represents them. And I, I chimed in there with a very beautifully written piece, as they always do. <laughs> um, actually, at GM Pod, has made the argument in the past that players from the MLS should be considered for Ireland. Why don't you try to work out the difference between the question and statement and get back to us? There's a good chap and a bloom little kiss as well. <laughs> I was going to say sweetheart, but you probably get offended by that as uh, well. He's a dickhead. 
Uh, they're very the the uh, we had another one there on on not on Twitter but on our on our Facebook page, and they're oh. very very protective over the MLS. It's improving. There was an Argentinian player from the MLS, which they keep pointing out. Jesus Christ! What was he doing? But, um, get her aid, uh, was he? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but yeah, look, it's uh. it's funny. They they are protective, but they're completely missing the point and the sensitivity. I, I think it's a fair point though because the FBI scouting system. I know, like they're they're perhaps looking at McLean not very aggressively, but I mean, if you look at even say Zach Elbizetti, um, not that he's playing much in Sweden, but when he was playing in Sweden and when he was getting a bit of game time and scoring goals, he wasn't getting called up. You had um, Sean McDermott playing in Norway, the goalkeeper playing excellently, one of the best keepers in the league, not getting a call up. So, I think it's fair enough to say that if a, if a lad is playing in the states, he is going to be a little bit off the radar, not because of the league or not because of the quality of football that's played there, but just because our scouting system just doesn't tend to pick outside the UK and a few select countries. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very good argument, you know, and uh, I think it's just that sort of insular uh, scouting system that we have, Martin, isn't it? Where there, it's just like, they don't, if he's not playing in England, Zach, why isn't Zach playing, by the way, Nick? He... I don't know. I think he's just. I, I think he had. A, he he did have an injury, and then I yeah. think he just kind of fell out of favor. I think they've they've signed a couple of new players. Um, I know there. I don't think there was a change of management. I know Sean O'Shea, friend of the pod. I know Sean had left the. Yeah, Sean had left the club since. So I don't know if there was a bit of a change up in the backroom yeah. team or what happened. But yeah, it was an injury, and then just just um, I suppose he was just overtaken. I don't think he did anything wrong. Really, he's playing. He's in and out. Like he's in and out. He's in the squad, but he he doesn't start yeah. as much as he used to. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a bit annoying though, Martin, isn't it? That you know, Kenny doesn't seem to look outside of your home country, England. <laughs> <laughs> except, well, for jo- you... except for Josh Cullen. Except for Josh Cullen. Maybe it's because yourself and Nick focus so much on the domestic game. Um, but, uh, <laughs> the, uh, no, I, th- I think that it's a very defensive post there by uh, our friend there in America because you know you can't equate the Robbie Kane, a uh, Robbie Keane. Situation, not Robbie Kane. Robbie Kane. It's how you English say Kane. Keane, yeah, it is, yeah. Um, but you can't equate that to to the situation we have with a player who's kind of eligible at a low, lower level um, and breaking through because Robbie Keane's our all time scorer. Went over there for career reasons, basically to experience the lifestyle. He was always going to get called back when he was needed for Ireland, um, mm. and also that would have been part of the deal as well. You know, Robbie's profile with Ireland was so big. That you know, and also with his club contract, I'd imagine that he could have basically called the shots and afford to kind of fly privately back or whatever time he wanted. They knew he was going to be looking after himself anyway. So it's a lot of different kind of situation than it was for someone who's just coming through and perhaps on the radar. Um, so yeah, that, that's my view on it. Yeah, no, I agree. Listen, whoever you know, we we, we reshared a. Um, an interview with Lee Trundle, one of the first interview series, Nick, that you did. Great interview, actually. It is available on the Twitter page. Uh, sorry, not the Twitter page, on the YouTube channel, and it's also available on the Facebook channel, um, or will be available on the YouTube channel. And basically, you know, Brian Kerr wouldn't pick him, a creative, skillful player, because I think he's playing League One, was it, at the time? Or League yeah, Two? Yeah, it would have been the equivalent to League One, yeah. Yeah, League One. I mean, but at the end of the day, he he could have, you know, you, you play the lower teams, he could have done something to unlock those. You know, like every, you can find useful players to suit your system or, you know, plan B or C to come off the bench. Like, it's just, just cast your net wide. That It's just, yeah. it does puzzle me, but we'll see what happens. Anyway, lads, we're going to wrap that up. Our big discussion. Um, 
And actually, we're going to move on to the next bit, Nick. This is something, it's a little pet project of yours, a little vote you've put up there. Yeah, uh, yeah. The All Time Ireland 11. We got the first vote up today, and it's on the Twitter, as you can see there, GM Pod on Twitter, GM underscore pod at GM underscore pod. And uh, you can get your vote in for Ireland's greatest goalkeeper of all time. Nick, tell us more about it. Yeah, so before Christmas, I suppose, we did a shotgun Ireland 11. So we basically put um, two players up against each other. So it was like Packy Bonner and Shea Given were the goalkeepers. And then the right backs were like, I think it was Gary Kelly and um, Jesus. Who else? Jesus I'm, I'm as gone. well. Jesus, yeah. But it was, it was basically, everyone had to pick between two players. Shotgun 11. And it was a bit of fun and people, you know, naturally didn't agree with every selection that, that everyone had made and all that kind of thing. So I said, why don't we put a bit of time into getting a fan green machine uh, all time 11? Because it's been done millions of times. It's not exactly a, a new creation or anything. But what we're going to do is 11 players. Um, we've 11 months until our next GM awards. Which would have had a couple of thousand views on YouTube, by the way. <laughs> oh, don't, but, uh, don't bring that up. But, but what we're going to do on the third week, on the third week of every month, we're going to release a poll on Twitter, and we're going to run it for a full week. And then at the end of that week, and at the end of the month, we'll announce who is the winner in that position. So we we started the goalkeeper one already. Um, couple of hundred votes already. I think there's about five hundred votes, four hundred, five hundred votes. Nice. So. At the moment, am I allowed to say who's winning? I mean, we're only a couple of hours in. We've another yeah, go week on. to go. Give us a live so update. She, yeah, so Shea Given leads at the moment 77% of the vote with Packy Bonner second with 22% of the vote. That's Alan Kelly Sr. has 1% of the vote. So there's 471 votes already. It's only been up for a couple of hours. So do get your votes in and have your say. We'll, we'll reshare that every day anyway. So you do, you do get your opportunity to put your vote in. And then we'll announce who the winner is on the show this time next week of the goalkeepers. And then we'll move on to the right backs in February. Fantastic stuff. As we said, get on to the Twitter, get on to at GM pod uh, onto the Twitter there. Have your say. And also whilst you're at it, give us a cheeky little follow as well. Will you? <laughs> oh, hold on. There you go. You can see it there at Lansdowne road or D underscore. IE. Go on. They're beat me in the, you lot are beat me in the Twitter uh, followers. I don't like it. I'm coming up behind you. <laughs> you are. Yeah, you like it, that, yeah. You like coming up behind us. Well, you know, um, Irish blog actually. Been give, give, they've been giving me a bit of stick actually. Good. Yeah. It's deserved. Good. You both pick on me. Yeah, it's not very nice. You deserve it. <laughs> we all deserve this one. Um, <laughs> let's get into the comments, Lance. Let's have a look at the comments. Let's see what our fans quite night again tonight. Well, <laughs> whose idea was it to go Sunday, eh? <laughs> uh, um, at Risk London, very good team. Who's that, Martin? If you're not, is that you? It's not. I promise you, it's not me. I know it is, but it's not me. It's Keen, isn't it? It is Keen, yeah. I've just, <laughs> said, go to, I've just said go to bed. <laughs> he just, I think he just, no, he didn't. He turned around and goes, Hello, Oh, Martin there you go. Scored yesterday in the cup. Oh, he should have told us earlier. Well, he oh. did actually tell us earlier. We could have put him on boys and green. Oh, um, yeah. There you go. It's oh, a bit Jesus. desperate. Uh, Kieran Boyle over in Florida. How are you, lads? Hot on Yumi. 
I'm sure that's humid uh, in Florida, <laughs> checking in. Or hot and humid Florida, checking in. few things. Everyone needs to pump the brakes in Ferguson. Uh, Connie scored twice four years ago, and people lost their mind. Copy the Panathinaikos badge. It's class. That's uh, a little nod to yourself, Nick. And uh, if you want to check that out, go on to our Twitter post, actually, and see what Nick was talking about over there. Uh, it's class. And hashtag away to Jesus with Castori, which we suspect to be announced in February isn't it martin that's when the next um agm is uh get any that's on the case we deserve better than cas bleeding tory absolutely <laughs> absolutely um Rislon and cousin william declan finnegan <laughs> god almighty declan finnegan ah, very derogatory remarks there about neil warnick was great at keep your love by the fans absolutely declan finnegan he's a great guy i love him <laughs> absolutely love them and Irish football blog <laughs> is somebody like you know is somebody flagging this up here this is abuse you know yeah. sprouting lies saying that they were greater than Lance and Road last week which is utter <laughs> bollocks for a start <laughs> and uh, as proven by the way um, but anyway we won't get into that <laughs> I suppose if you want, if this is too good for you, if this show is too classy for you, you want something like a B grade show or, you know, like a second string, go to Irish blog, Palacast. You'll start moaning again on Twitter now. Oh, why don't I have 7,000 tw- tweets or followers? <laughs> um, you're so, you know, your son's still up, Martin. I know. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not putting it up, Keen. Go to bed. Get your homework done. <laughs> Uh, Kieran O'Shea, what do you reckon the new badge will be? I reckon knowing the FAI, it will be a ball with era above it, and the story will make and will be spelt Aaron. <laughs> um, I think it's going to look a bit, a little bit like the the League of Ireland rebranding. Uh, as I said, that that Panathinaikos badge just we it's 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 not the. It's not their normal crest. It was kind of it's kind of one that they use in the away kits and some of the one-off kits and that kind of thing. So have a look at that on our on our different socials. Something like that, just a solid green, or even something like this. You know what what we're wearing here, <laughs> our, our green machine logo. Something like that, just something nice and simplistic. Whoever, some something that isn't corporate looking like what they have at the moment. But I think it's going to look a little bit like the the new League of Ireland branding. Well, whoever designed that Green Machine podcast, I mean, give that man a fucking pat on the back right there. Absolute sex on toast. Um, well, actually, for me, as I said, if you look, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you just look to Martin's face there to the right, you'll see God himself, Mr. Paul McGrath, and you will see a gorgeous crest uh, from the Euro ATA jersey. Nothing wrong with it. Let's go back. And don't use the bastardized version that was put out by Umbro there. That actually, Nick and I had a... You couldn't see it, Nick, could you? You couldn't see the different the difference I, between the two logos. It was rounder, yeah. I mean... It was better. Yeah, the shamrock was a bit rounder or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's, I don't know. Is that the one? That's, yeah, the state of that. Look at the state of that. That's I like... Don't... That's like, right... You, anyone watching this now, do you remember there used to be Abracababra? Or still is Abracababra, and there was a knockoff version called Kababra. It was the exact same thing, but it looked crapper. That's what that is. That's Kababra. It's not Abracababra. Are they still going, Nick? I don't <laughs> think. I don't think so. No. There used to be one in Pormarnik that I, I used to go to, and um, after a night out, you go after the night out. You wouldn't go during the day, but wouldn't I haven't seen one in a while. 
I do miss Aberdeen. Yeah. yeah there used to be one on the corner where uh, it's a centre on, uh, you know, O'Connell Bridge off the Lear Street or Westmoreland Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah there used, used to be one there. But yeah. anyway, sorry, sorry, Martin. You, this is Dublin we're talking about, not London. Uh, uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know about no, it. I, it's just, I think uh, my favourite is uh, Supermax. And if Supermax are interested in sponsoring the pod, please feel free to contact us. Please do. <laughs> Yeah, info. fucking 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 sponsors. Fucking sponsors, lads. You fucking info, sponsors. Info agreement. You beautiful, you beautiful fucking culties. You info. someone sponsor a supermax. <laughs> Oh, info green machine podcast.com if you want to sponsor us we would absolutely uh <laughs> fucking love it anything really we'll, we'll take we'll even take a burger through the post i will anyway <laughs> i tell you i'll tell you what the takeaway over here is absolutely gank anyway anyway lads we're gonna leave it there that's all we have time for thank you this week thank you for your comments at home thank you for joining us um just don't forget to subscribe to our youtube channel hit the subscribe button please it's right there just, just go down. Subscribe, Nick. You do subscribe to this, right? I will. Yeah, I will. <laughs> what can Martin, we do? What can we do? I do subscribe. To yeah, yeah. Of course, I do. Can you? Can you subscribe to your own? Is it? Is that cheating? Yes. No. No. It's not cheating. It's not cheating. No. cheating. You're, you're enjoying it. And I don't do it. I mean, I know, like, I know, I know. Some pages might set up burner accounts and make it look like they have a, a lot. Ah, of, that no. wouldn't be. That wouldn't be for me, now. No, that wouldn't be. That's for another. Uh, no. Uh, as you can see, there forward slash at Lanson Road dash GM podcast. Give us a follow, guys. We really do appreciate it. Uh, and also uh, subscribe to us, our podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, which is all in our bio. Guys, thank you so much for supporting the podcast. And we'll see you again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel, 9.30 on our YouTube channel. Adios.